another production from Solid Gold Podcast. And warm greetings to you wherever you are. And the reason why I say wherever you are is because today we have four of us coming from four different places completely around the world and the country. Of course, my, my usual partner in crime here on SAPeople.com's podcast, Jenny Baxter, joining us from Antibes in France. Uh, we have Nick Dre. I assume you're in Cape Town at the moment, Nick? Quite an island, baby. Oh, there we go. And of course, one of my absolute favorite rugby players of all time, and it's so great to see him up close and personal. Where are you joining us from today, AJ Fenta? From Durban. You know, it's a funny thing. So, I'm, I'm just as you said that, now, we went to the test match the other day in, in Durban. And uh, um, there was an elderly lady, I would, I, would, I would guess around about 70. And that was the only person who recognized me. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? and, uh, I was, uh, came, she, and, and uh, actually, a daughter, a, a daughter came and said, "Listen, my my mum uh, wants to have a photo." So I went to have a photo, and I came back and I said to my wife, "You know, there was a time when the young chicks wanted a photo with me. <laughs> These days, it's the older older uh, genre." Oh, no, listen, I still want a photo with you, and I know I'm old now, but I'm, I, I kind of still, like, I, th- I think I can still pass for younger. <laughs> no, you're young. No, you're young. She was 70. <laughs> <laughs> but that's lovely. I mean, and well, Nick, um, the reason why we've got AJ here today is because you said to us, hey, do you want to get this interview? And Jenny and I uh, were absolutely, I mean, I, I think people have realized over the last year or so that Jenny and I are, our blood is green. We love yes. rugby. And of course, having been a rugby presenter myself, like, well, it must have been almost 20 years ago now. Oh my gosh, is it oh, really that long ago? Yes, yeah. I actually followed you around the country. You don't remember that. I was stalking <laughs> you and you hadn't even noticed. Sheesh, and there I was thinking I was like so famous. Okay. No, I'm joking. Was that for a super sport, Melanie? Yeah, it was on Supersport, uh, Make It Your Game, okay. with uh, Mac Messina okay. and. Um, oh, uh, good guy. Robert I love Scott's that. Yeah. Yeah, Matt He's is a, a good guy. He was a great player. Yeah, absolutely great. So, so Nick, how did this come about? Well, guys, thanks for having me on again. You know, I always, I always reach out to you guys when there's something cool happening. And I think this is really, really great because AJ's world and my world have been running in parallel. And for some reason, our paths have crossed now, but the timing is good. Um, you know, what AJ and his business does, I'll, I'll let him tell you a bit more about it. But effectively, they get, they get us proud South African supporters the opportunity to go abroad and to support our teams and uh, and to do that in a, in a very classy, cool way that is so much fun. And um, what we figured was, why aren't they wearing feltskin? And what could we do to try? Why, you know, that, surely if you're going all the way across the world to go and support our national teams in whichever sport it is, you should be wearing a pair of feltskin. So it's taken us six years to get together. And it feels as if we should have got together six years ago, but here we are, and good things come to those who wait, but the nice thing is is that we're going to be doing it properly. So that's why we're here. Fantastic. And so will this just be for people who are in South Africa going abroad? The, the rest of us who are already in France or England, can we join up at all? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Jenny, thank you. So yeah, to answer your question firstly, um, yes. So I um, got involved with um, Edge Sport Travel. Uh, Edge Sport Travel is an official agent for World Cup uh, rugby in South Africa. Each, each country has got a few official agents. South Africa has got three of them. We are one of them. And what we basically do is we sell travel packages. So if you can imagine, if you live in South Africa, 
you're then going to purchase your game ticket um, but the package is then either a, a plane ticket or a hotel that side and it, and it differs which star you want to you want to you want to select uh, of hotel so we we do uh, the, the travel packages um, so if you are we've got a lot of South African clients that sit in uh, in France for example so all they have to do is through us or, or someone else in South Africa they purchase a, um, a, a package and the package will be then because they, they're already there so they will only buy the ticket and the hotel in France so yes if you're in France you can also share in that as long as you just uh, you know complete the package that we, that I think that you should make it obligatory that every single person who buys a package has to buy a pair of Falskin. Well, that's that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah. When uh, when uh, I I sent a mail to Nick and when he started talking, I, I'm a fan. I'm I'm a fanboy. <laughs> when it comes to Feldskun, I've got a blue pair, and so yeah, we, I was very happy with our uh, communications as well. Yeah. Well, I have a pink pair because Jenny and I are fangirls too and my yeah. I've got kids who are in the bush the whole time so of course they've got fellies yeah. and I mean I just can't imagine that you know I think every like self-respecting South African should have a pair of fellies quite frankly yeah. and, and you know guys our next our next World Cup is, in, is next year and it's in mm. France again and um, I'll tell you just two interesting things the last final of the Rugby World Cup in 07 when we played in France my co- schoolmate John Smith was the captain and um, and uh, at the time I was working at Element House uh, the great hotel and I, I was watching him play the final and I had next to me six American tourists who kept asking me why uh, they had to pass the ball backwards and not forwards so my <laughs> level of my, my, the level at which I was supporting was a little bit restrained Okay, so I'm very much looking forward to South Africa playing a rugby world cup in France again this time, hopefully everybody that comes from here wears shoes, false good shoes, because then there's a very good, good chance that I'll be going with. So I'm hoping that AJ and his team sells a lot of packages and I will give a lot of shoes if only just to participate in the attendance. That, that was actually my next question, Nick, is are you going to come as well? And AJ, so, so how long is the package? Is it for the entire tour or do people just buy, is it, is it, is it only going to be in Paris or also Marseille? No, so it's all over, over France. Um, so basically, there's a there's a variety of of options. There's set options, you know, like that you that we can within our clients. So you can choose out of set packages, um, and of course you can choose different games, right? So there's it's over a month and a half, two months actually. I think is the World Cup. So you can choose if you want to go to some of the previous, uh, the first uh, starting games, into uh, the semis, finals, etc. So you choose your game. Some of my clients go for a weekend. Uh, some of my clients go for two weeks. It really just depends on what each person would like and which games he want to watch. Of course, as it gets closer to the semifinals and finals, it, it gets a bit more expensive, um, you know, because everyone wants those tickets. But yeah, whatever the client wants, we, we can we can give them can that. Arrange. I, I want, and, I want and a sugar time. daddy. Hang on a sec. I want a sugar daddy. I know you need a sugar daddy. I can organize that for you. I can organize it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. This is the one-stop shop of AJ. Actually, what I wanted to ask you, AJ, is, I mean, okay, so you're doing this now. I'm so used to watching you on the rugby field. What what are you doing? Apart, Is this what you're doing as, like, you know, life now? Do you miss playing rugby? How are you still involved? 
Um, yes, so, so this is uh, a big part of, of, of my life is uh, doing uh, this work for Edgesport Travel. Um, I've got one or two other business uh, ventures that, I, that I'm busy with, but, but this, is, this is my main business. In terms of rugby, Melanie, I, I played it until I was 35. I was a bully when I stopped. And now you must remember, when you're 35 years old, things break. Things are not as good as it, you know, it used to be anymore. And I remember my last season, uh, Rassi Erasmus was coaching Western Province. And, um, and Rassi and I are one year different. So Rassi and I started playing. In fact, my very first year of, of professional rugby was at the Free State. Myself, Andre, Fenter, and Rassi. Rassi and Rassi, you're the, you're the best forwards. loose forwards ever. <laughs> yes. And, um, and so, I've got a, and, and so I, I'm quite good mates with Rassi. And, and Rassi phoned me that last year. He, I said, I'm retiring. I'm done here in Durban. And Rassi said, listen, I just, I've got a young team here at Western Province. Please just come for a year. Um, I know where your body is because I've been there. We'll manage you. All we do, all we want you to be as a senior player, um, a, a calming voice, and we'll we'll train you only Thursdays, and you and you play on a Saturday. The rest of the week, you just there. It was the best year ever. So, <laughs> so a very little training, um, and and I played just the games, and and that was lovely. But my my point is coming back to my point is. At the end, I mean, you really just want to have the physicality of the game end. And so I was very lucky that I had a long rugby career. I mean, not many players play till they're 35, 36 years old. So I'm very stoked that I've had a long career. But when I was done there, I was so happy to just not have that physicality every Saturday anymore. And also, it was for me, it's exciting to try something new. You know, business is something for rugby players, for sportsmen, it's uh, it's challenging, right? So you, you, you for, for many years, you've just played rugby, you, you try and study and you try and get involved with business and rugby, but it's, it's, it's not full on, it's not 100%. So the day you step out is a big transition. You know, you, mm. you drop the salary, you start in the bottom and wherever you are in whichever business, and so that's harder as well. So that was exciting for me to see, ah, what can I do on the other side of the sporting career? But yeah, I'm very happy that, I, listen, now I'm just, I'm the, I'm with my beer on a Saturday and I'm critical on the couch. That's all I do with the rugby. <laughs> He's playing couch rugby these days. Nick, are you a couch rugby player? <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to him and, and, and what he put his body through by the age of 35. And I think to myself, I'm sitting here at the Feldspin offices with, with nothing to contribute physically to the conversation. <laughs> so uh, I just, I'm just a, I'm a father of two expecting a third and basically just trying, Congratulations. trying to, get, to find my way to find my way from my house to my office in one piece is kind of like my, my physical my physical limit um, no but the, no, I, I of course adore rugby and um, have been very blessed to go to a couple of rugby world cups and you know I've been on these sorts of trips where, where they get arranged for you and, and one of the things that's amazing about it and you know I certainly hope to participate is there's always a surprise or two, you know, there's always somebody that's on the tour that is interesting, that helps you tell stories. And mm. these things are, are so memorable. And, you know, Edu Sport do a great job of that as well. It's, they sort of curated in a way that it becomes a lifelong memory as opposed to just a, a sporting event ticket. Yeah. Um, and, and I presume um, that you're traveling together, like you're able to watch the matches with a group of South Africans then. So you're, 
Yeah. You're not just on and your own in a foreign country. Feet. They have their feet up with the bottom of their fellies showing so we can show we are the real rainbow nation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so and if I can uh, tap in there, Nick, so yes, uh, again, some of my clients go on their own um, with their family or their children. Um, and uh, some of my clients go on groups. So, and Nick, I don't know, maybe we can talk about uh, what we want to do f- with you guys. So we're looking yeah. to... Um, put together two or three groups for for Fally's clients and Nick and them will do the marketing internally with with um, with uh, their database we it'll be like 30 people on a tour um, and 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 each tour will have uh, dedicated people helping them um, Kurt Darren is involved with us as well so Kurt Darren will will spend some time with the Fally's uh, tour groups um, so yeah that's it's a, it's a very like like Nika said it's um, it, it, it is it can be extravagant as you want and it can be as basic as you want but basically uh, what we want to achieve with Fellies is give the Felly clients an incredible experience um, in in France, supporting the Springboks with people like Kurt Darren. I mean, I'm, again, I'm a fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> and and you will obviously be on the on the tour as well. I'm I'm definitely at the World Cup. I haven't decided which which bit of the World Cup yet, um, but uh, yeah, definitely taking a, a group overseas. I mean, I'm excited. You know, I've 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 missed all the when I was playing I missed all the World Cups um, I, I was never selected for the World Cups I, I was playing Springboks other sides of, of of the World Cups all the time and um, so I've kind of missed World Cups I've never actually been to any World Cup so for me I at the age of fifty I am very excited to, to go to France Come next on. year <laughs> and uh, just so you guys know my 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 boss and chief financial officer is sitting just over here and I've just confirmed that I am also going to Rugby World Cup, yes, well, publicly, <laughs> and um, and uh, there's zero that anybody can do about it. <laughs> oh, Nick, and Al, as well. <laughs> hopefully, we'll finally meet up for a coffee and a croissant or something as well. I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, yeah. I, I still laugh about me being on the podcast when I was in England, and I had to pull over to the side of the road. And um, I was on, I was like next to the highway doing the podcast with you guys. I still giggle about that from time to time. Such fun. And AJ, I saw on your website um, uh, or on your Facebook page, sort of teaching people some French and saying something about champion. And it's uh, really important because my brother came over for my wedding in France and he kept running into shops going and he wanted to say champion and he was saying champignon. <laughs> which is a which mushroom. obviously means mushroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so AJ has some really good lessons for people on on really yeah. learning French. Yeah, um, Edu Sport Travel is, is linked with a company, um, and forgive me now, the name has just left my mind. Um, uh, in South Africa, where they're going to put together little pamphlets with exciting. Uh, Terms, slang, rugby-related stuff, um, and and just little survival etiquettes in France if you're South African, and so yeah, th- those are just part of some of the offerings that that that'll come through. So when you travel uh, on on some of our groups, you'll get your little. Um, a pamphlet with Just your survival tips there in France. <laughs> That's what you, know, you need to say. <laughs> and you know what I love about the World Cup being in France is that I've lived in Australia and England, and although rugby is 
pretty big in, in England. Nowhere are the fans as big as in France. And the French fans love South Africa, you know. Yes. And as you know, there are many South Africans who play here on the off-season. Off so, Yeah, but I must say, and also on top of that, what's, what's exciting right now is that for us in France is that the French national side is on fire. I mean, they play such good rugby. And on the flip side, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the South African squad was announced a while ago the, for, mm. uh, for the end of the year tour. Yeah. I mean, we have got the most incredible squad. Um, I spoke spoke to one of the players and, and, and he said to me that right now, you know, <clears throat> sometimes you've got young players and sometimes you've got a squad that's too old. The age average in the squad and in terms of test matches is the perfect level from, from now until the end of uh, the World Cup next year. All these players are in the perfect age range as well as test matches experience. And that is the most exciting thing. So look, there's going to be a lot of obviously great teams at the World Cup, but but this is particularly for us South Africans and, and France. It's there. They're playing well. We're playing well. We've got a great squad. It's, it's a great lead-up. And hopefully not too many of them damage themselves in the interim. I mean, especially as we've got the, um, the Europe tour. It's happening shortly as well. I mean, I know they're it's in… Saturday. Saturday's Saturday in Dublin. My old hometown, yes, where I've always <laughs> kind of got like, should I be supporting one of the Irish teams or should I be supporting South Africa? Now, as I said, my blood is green, although Ireland is also green. So I'm just going. <laughs> are you going to any of these matches? Are you following them and, and seeing how the people are playing? I mean, because where they got France in Marseille on the 12th and Italy in Genoa on the 19th and then into London on the 26th of November. So we've got a really great amount of rugby coming up. Yeah. No, no, I'll definitely be watching on TV um, at home. Uh, I'm not going overseas for, for any of them. Uh, I've, I, I go to the Sharks uh, stadium like once every two, three months with the kids. The kids love it. So we go there and we watch a bit of the Sharks playing. Um, other than that, I will definitely be following them, you know, throughout until the World Cup. Yeah. This is, and Nick, are you, is Nick, I want to know if Nick is, are you a Stormers supporter? Guys, guys, I went to Pretoria Boys High, so I'm a bull <laughs> You're a blue bull. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I have a diversiveness in my house, or divisiveness, yeah. actually, because I'm a yeah. Lions supporter. I live in Joburg. Yeah. I'm a Joburg chick. I'm Lions all the way. Yeah. My children, for some reason, have decided to support the Sharks. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. But I'll tell you an even more interesting one is that my wife, Freya, is English and an avid England rugby supporter. So Ooh, shame. I tell, shame. You, I, I tell you, they are very uncomfortable. <laughs> There's one or two Saturdays every year or two that are very uncomfortable at our house. Oh, imagine. that's such fun. Now I we need to know Jimmy. Rugby World, specifically <laughs> Rugby World Cup finals. Yeah. Does Jenny support <laughs> any rugby team? Are you a Sharks supporter, Jenny, seeing as you're from KZN originally? Oh, no, totally. I used to be there for all the bribes afterwards and everything. But then also, remember, I did briefly date Nas Buerta, so I was also into the bull. <laughs> yeah, okay. and we did. And I used to go and visit him in Italy as well when he was playing there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, listen, I played, I played in Rovigo. Did you go to Rovigo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I lived in, the, in the Rovigo for three years. Really? Parlo, parlo oh, italiano. Parlo oh, bene italiano. Parlo italiano. Oh, that would have been such fun. 
Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I, Nas, Nas was about four years before me, um, and I, I, in fact, they won what they call the Scudetto, and the coach was a guy called Nelly Smith, and he coached Free State, and um, he said to me one day, do I want to go to Italy? And I didn't even know where Italy is. I rem- <laughs> I rem- I, I, a guy called Christian Stewart from Cape Town, played for Western Province, went over with me. And uh, Christian still tells the story. He says he arrives in Italy and, 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 and this, this ginger guy walks over to him with khaki clothes in the middle of Italy from Bloemfontein. <laughs> I've never been overseas. Because <laughs> uh, where you guys were, I mean, nobody spoke English there. It was crazy. Mm. And there were, there were toilets in the in the floor yes like holes yes. In it's the an floor. italian thing yes yes and in the yeah. public spaces the toilets flash flush with the floor yeah 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 yeah, yeah i, I love italy um the first year i i uh, went to a, a professor for for um for a one hour a week lessons just to kind of understand the the framework of the grammar and um, yes, I was struggling. I was struggling to understand. And the second year, when I went back, I thought, no, I need to, I need to master this thing because I'm. It's, it, it, Italians, if you don't show you want to speak the language, they happy not to talk to you. They'll, you, you can sit there the whole time. And so the second year, when I went back. I, I just thought, and every night I'm going to go out for a beer with the boys. I'm going to sit. I'm going to listen. I'm going to ask questions. And within two, three months, I started. Oh, the the, the penny drop. Oh, mm. this is how the language. And I'm telling you what I'm so happy because I'm. I've got an Italian friend here, and I speak okay. I mean, I'm getting rusty now, but uh, I mean, I'm so happy that I learned another language. Yeah, I think that's such good advice for every South African who who moves abroad. Learn to really language. integrate like that. Yeah, yeah. and, and now, absorb I have a question. It. Yeah, I have a yeah. question for the boys, okay? Uh, first of all, AJ, the Blitzbocker, um, they do so well compared to, as many people will say, the actual rugby team that goes overseas because, I mean, the Blitzbocker are finnach, man. They, and they, okay, they didn't have like the best season this last thing. Nick, what do you think? As a, um, a rugby aficionado, I hope you are, like the rest of us. Uh, do you enjoy the Blitzbocker? Are you thinking about doing something with them, seeing as they also, I mean, they're Blitzwinnach, and I mean, you, you could say, have them all running in their fellies, you know? Yeah, we, we do. And, we, you know, we've worked with Sabello, and we, we're, we're close to the guys. Um, the, the, they actually wear our pluckies as the off-field wear as well. And um, it's, it's, it's born out of the fact that they're a high-performance South African brand, isn't it? I mean, outside of you know, yes, they're a rugby team, but they're they're a high performance South African brand, the the Blitz Booker, and um, they represent us so beautifully all over the world and in such places where South African teams don't necessarily go. I mean, you know, they play in Las Vegas and they play in Dubai and they play in places where you know the fifteen aside team doesn't really venture. But um, yeah, this weekend they're playing in Hong Kong. Yeah, and I think they're just a great. They're just a, a wonderful. A team of ambassadors that are positive about South Africa, and I think um, good for them. You know, they're, they're they're always competitive, if not in the top two, top three teams. So um, we just continue to support them, and um, the best I can do is give them flip flops because they can't run in a pair of falskins. So <laughs> Nick, you can't, I you often wonder that. that. Come on, <laughs> but, but have you have you thought about perhaps developing? A sports shoe, since you are very sports crazy, you've done Olympics, you're doing World Cup. 
You know, I think I think we'll we'll focus on people watching sports. Um, because, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, so we'll, because th- th- there's a, there's a few more people that watch it than play it. Thankfully, we're um, you know we we're still in the business of selling some shoes. So we yeah. uh, I'd, I'd rather target the eighty thousand people in the stadium than the than the tw- than the sixty odd on the field. Um, yeah. That's so for so for me, it's it's the it's the fans. I actually, I actually want to ask Nick. I just remember now that that was such a memorable moment when the Olympic team walked out with the Fellies. Mm. That must have been good for the business. At, I mean, at that stage, and every South yeah. African recognized that at the t- you know at the time, and and everyone was yeah. watching it. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting thing, AJ. And we've been blessed because when we came around six, seven years ago, if you asked anybody in South Africa what a Feltskin was, they knew what it was, but nobody knew that we existed as a business or as a brand. And what happened at the Olympics is everybody that knew what a felt screen was learned that there was a company that was doing it. And I think it, it so we, we consider it the, the great validation moment in South Africa for our business. We got, we got validated as an, as an entity. And, um, it, it's huge for us because you can, you can never take it away. It, you know, yeah. we, we, we can always, we always go back to that moment to, to say that firstly, that's how the business was inspired was by the Olympics. And, and we managed to get that done and to see the, the champions of our country walking out wearing our shoes as part of their uniform, not just our, our shoes, um, yeah. was of, of a great sense of pride and confidence for the business. But the, the biggest thing that happened then is that for about two or three days, the entire country learned that our athletes wore Feltskin at the Olympics, which is yeah. huge for the business. But you know what? Also, sorry, guys, I'm I'm taking over your interview. <laughs> what I think is what I th- always when I think about your your name, I, I I link it to Omo or Colgate in the sense that when I grew up, Colgate was toothpaste. It wasn't the brand. Toothpaste is Colgate. Omo <laughs> is washing powder. There's no other washing powder. Omo yeah. is washing powder. And mm. it's so clever, I, I, I think. Maybe maybe it's an accident, but I don't think so. How you guys? Feldskun. So the thing that you wear is a Feldskun, and immediately it's your company. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. We do like that idea that um, we've become a, a, a noun. And, um, the, the, which is, which is exactly where you want to be. The, um, but the trick is, is, is just for more people to fall in love with the concept of Feltskin because I think yeah. more people should be wearing them in general because they're just great. And, and whether we make them by other people. You do some amazing campaigns. I mean, we were talking a, a month or so ago about that young American actress who's like so involved with Africa and in yes. the, uh, the ecological side of you know saving animals and doing all of that and that new brand of boots, which I'm still waiting for, by the way. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. coming- <laughs> when those are coming, <laughs> they. I mean, it, they are really nice campaigns, and they they make you feel very proud to be South African. It's like for me when I watch the Boca running out onto the field, and especially. Especially when I was on the side of the field and and following the Boca around those those years ago, it makes you immensely proud. And this is one thing that I think the South Africans do have going for them is that we are we're not parochial. I mean, we, we go out there and we we spread the word to the rest of the world. So we're not just like insular and like only South African stuff is good, but South African stuff really is good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, for me, Melanie, it's about connectivity, right? I mean. If you think about South Africa, it's, it's one of the most diverse places and people of, of anywhere on earth. Um, but in such, in such a special way, we're actually all very, very similar. We're, com- we're, we're, we're connected with this thing called 
South Africanness, and we, you know we've got many words for it, Ubuntu and all the rest of it. But a South African in London is very similar to a South African in London. Doesn't matter how old, young, where they're from. We're all very similar in a very specific way, which is so difficult to define. And that being South African or that South Africanness, I think. What we try and do is just to put a uniform on it and to find a way for us to physically connect, which is through a pair of shoes, which doesn't take itself too seriously, but is at all times trying to be positive about South Africa. And that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the entire reason we as a business exist. And you talk about these campaigns and, and, and you mentioned Brianna Evigan. It's, it's again, it's about being positive about South Africa. And I think that's why this campaign with Edu Sport Travel is so important because we as people are going to France and to other places in the world because this isn't going to end with the World Cup. We're going to keep doing this. We we want to make sure that when our people, when the South Africans travel abroad to support our teams, that we are as South African as we could possibly be. <laughs> and mm. what better way is it than wear a Springbok jersey? But you know, if you go for a drink at the pub and you're not wearing a Springbok jersey, you've got your felt skin on. Or if you're catching the train in your t-shirt, then you've got a felt skin, pair of felt skin on. And I think if we can send a positive message about South Africans into the world as an army of Feldskin wearing individuals that carry this wonderful spirit to them. That can only be good for South Africa. It will only enhance our country. It's fairly, fairly lekker, ne? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so I mean, I, I'm just hoping that I'm, I, I can well imagine that um, when the World Cup starts next year, that all of a sudden um, DSTV will see a spike in the amount of people who are getting like the full package so they can actually yeah. watch all of the games on TV as well. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just wondering if they're going to have like special channels that they're going to make available to people here in South Africa. I'm hoping, keeping I'm my sure. fingers crossed. Um, sure. But I mean, we must keep an eye out, on, and I'm sure Jenny will keep everybody really well. I'm um, sure Showmax Pro, yeah, Showmax Pro will probably do something sport-wise because of what they're doing with FIFA later this month with the football. But um, I still think that even better would be to to join these guys and actually come to France. And yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I just can't wait to see all the South Africans here. It's, it's just going to be fantastic, and to see them wearing fellies, hopefully, yeah. and AJ entertaining them. <laughs> yeah. Be amazing. Be amazing. Okay, so, AJ, how do people get hold of you if they they want to find out more about this? If they're going to start saving now for next year? Yeah, well, I was just going to say people mustn't save too long because it's eighty percent sold out already. Uh, it started a bit early this year, so if people want to go, this is not a sales speech at all. This is me just really stating the fact: it's eighty percent sold. We uh, they can get hold of me on my email: aj at edusport.co.za. Oh, now and I can then, stalk him even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then um, also from the Feltskin side, we're going to be putting together these Feltskin packages. So the trick is to to subscribe to the Feltskin newsletter. That's really important because we're giving our newsletter is our vehicle where we let our true fans know first what's going on. So the trick is to visit Feltskin.com, sign up for our newsletter. And then obviously keep an eye out on socials because we're building these packages as we speak. We're going to be releasing them soon. They are limited, but I definitely think people are going to want to jump on them. So um, keep an eye out. But the trick is actually to sign up for the Falskin newsletter. And, of course, to sign up for the sapeople.com newsletter because Jenny will have all of this information in there for people who Correct. have forgotten as well. 
sending them over to you two guys. Yeah. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I will just yeah. be the person who's the ringleader of the whole thing. Okay. I'll crack that whip, make sure you're all doing your right thing. Oh, gentlemen, it's been absolutely wonderful chatting to you. I'm AJ as well to see your, your lovely face. I mean, I, I still can imagine, I see you running down that field with so much purpose and commitment. And that's what I love about our boys. Our Boca are just the coolest people on earth. And before we leave, of course, I just have to say that this week, um, I know it's going to, I'm taking it down just a little bit, but I would like to send out my heartfelt condolences to the family and friends and everybody who really consider Jeremy Mansfield as one of the people that they loved most in the world um, specifically for me as well having worked with him for such a very very long time it's a very huge loss of course I did know more about rugby than he did so whenever we had those games that we played on Mansfield today and it was to do with rugby he'd let me do it instead of him but anyway so to and especially to Samantha Cohen who obviously I mean his best mate and co-conspirator and all kinds of things over the years um, I think that Jeremy was one of those people who did so much not just for um, the people around him, but for like South African companies, for South African sports, for charities, and he will be sorely missed. Big light has gone out in the sky. But anyway, let's let's keep this alive in his memory as well. There's another great South African with our two great South Africans doing great things, and of course Jenny Baxter over in in, in, in I was going to say in America, in France, <laughs> over the other side of the world. And we will keep on keeping you updated. Don't forget, of course, to get to sapeople.com to go and check out all the latest news stories that Jenny's got there. There's so many things that have been happening. Um, you've got to just even if you get onto Facebook. And Nick will keep us updated with some of the things. Are you going to run a competition for us, Nick? For our, for our um, yeah. subscribers too? Yeah, absolutely. The, um, you know, I'll be sending Jenny the details of the competition. Keep an eye on that Solid Gold newsletter. We're going to do some giveaways. Um, and also, guys, as you know, we're coming into the summer, so it's plucky season. Um, we want your listeners, we want your listeners to keep their ears to the ground. We'll be getting, we're going to be giving away a bunch of plucky to your listeners as well. Fantastic. Excellent. AJ, thank you so very much for joining us this morning. And Nick as well. We will catch up with you again, I'm sure, within the next month or so. Hope Just keep on sure. bringing these wonderful people into our studio, please. That's <laughs> no <enough>. problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And to the rest of you, of course, um, if you've got great stories to share, anything that you'd like to share with SA People, which is a good story because we could really do with them at the moment, uh, do send it along to Jenny at sapeople.com. And we look forward to sharing more stories with you. Until we catch you next time, next week, gentlemen, thank you very much. Jenny, much love to you. Mwah. And to the rest of you, thank you and goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. 